Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. Okay. Hey, everybody. This is Ari in the Air. Welcome to another episode of the How to Adventure podcast. Today, I'm going to talk about the life lessons I learned on a high line. This is a podcast that's adapted from an article that I wrote, which was 10 life lessons I learned on a high line. And I had written 15 items with the intent of shaving the weakest five into 10. But I think that there's enough value in these that I will tell you all of them. Okay. And some of them are, I don't want to say redundant, but they are intertwined with one another, as are most life lessons. So I'll give you all of them, which is actually 16 today. And uh, I think it's going to be thorough. So before I start, I think it's important that we're all on the same page when I talk about what highlining is. Highlining is a type of slacklining. Slacklining, as you know, is what the hippies do in the park with the rope between the two trees. They try to balance on it. They try to walk on it. Nowadays, they might even be trying to juggle on it or do a handstand on it or something crazy like that. Highlining is a sport where we anchor one inch wide pieces of webbing. It's not the two inch wide that you see in the park. It's one inch wide pieces of webbing high above the ground and we try to carefully walk across it. It is very, very hard for a number of reasons, but if you can listen and if you can learn, then it will teach you powerful lessons for facing the challenges of everyday life. There's lots of ties here. Highlining has taught me more than any other sport that I've ever learned. I think that's because it's so visceral, it's so scary, and it just has unrelenting challenge that has no end. So, without further ado, here's some of the things that I learned on a high line. Okay, the first thing is... You'll never find balance. Balance by its nature is not something that you can get a hold of and grasp onto. There won't be an aha moment when you get perfectly balanced and walking becomes really easy. It's a constant search for balance. That's the whole activity. You have to accept the fact that you can never get a hold of it concretely and that you're going to be constantly looking for it for the rest of your life, for the rest of the time on the line, right? There's an entire spectrum of balance out there from Jedi Master to Jerry of the Day. And in life, we too often we expect something to click and for it to get really easy and for it to get comfortable. But that will never happen. You have to accept and understand that you are going to be in search of balance for the rest of your life. That is what it is. That's what life is. We're just wandering around trying to, trying to find the balance. Okay? So, nothing's going to click. What we really need to do is the second point. It's accept, enjoy, and appreciate the challenge. Okay? What's the point of doing things that are easy? We're out here on this line because it's terrifying. It's difficult, and it makes us better people. As soon as you look at the challenge as an opportunity for growth and accept it, you can enjoy it. And if you can enjoy it, you're exponentially better at it. 
It's the same thing in life. If we can accept the challenges of life, if we can accept the uncertainty of life, the ambiguity, the challenge, we're much better suited to deal with it. Because we're not trying to over-control it. We're not trying to make it something that it's not. The next point is something that I tell my friends the most. This is the thing I tell people the most if I'm trying to give them a little motivation. Okay, And it is, don't expect success. Expect persistence. If we think we can do something, if we think we can walk across the line perfectly then when we fall down, that's really frustrating. If we know we can do it, then falling down is really frustrating. You have to remove the idea of failure. Don't expect success. Expect persistence. Expect challenge. Expect growth. Expect appreciation. Expect some humility. And expect reality. If we have expectations of growth and of challenge, then the challenge is not frustrating. The challenge just is. We're out here challenging ourselves on purpose. That's adventure. We did this to ourselves. We're doing this on purpose to grow and to learn and to try. Don't expect success. Expect persistence in your life. If you just expect persistence, then failure is nothing. Okay, the next point is the only thing you can control is you. And I think that with that point, I want to kind of redefine control. Control is not controlling the line under your feet. Control is controlling yourself. So let's just call that control. But the only thing you can control is you. So you're hundreds of feet up in the air. The line under your feet is shaking erratically. The wind is howling. The sun is in your eyes. Your body wants to freak out. Your mind is losing it. Your heart is racing. You want to just hold your breath and freeze. But if you just stay focused on controlling your mind, your attitude, and your breath, you'll be in control. Because you're in control of the only thing you can be in control of, which is yourself, between your ears, how fast your breath is moving, what your mind is thinking of, whether you're focused on success or failure, getting across the line, or just being where you are and being comfortable in your own skin. Okay, the next point is falling, failing, flailing. You're still moving across the line. In life, we always want to move through challenges with grace and with ease. The opposite, it tends to embarrass us. But forget that. You got to get a little bit meaner, a little bit harder, a little bit more animalistic in your mindset so that you can scrape and claw your way forward. Okay, it doesn't have to be pretty. We all want it to be so pretty and beautiful. That is an expectation that you have to remove from your mind. It is going to be dirty. It is going to be bloody. It is going to be riddled with failure and tribulation. The road to success is paved and mistakes well handled. Get used to it. Don't have expectations that it's going to be pretty because it's not going to be pretty. If it is pretty, yeah, we'll clink our glasses at the end of the night having avoided the reality of most situations, okay? (laughs) Okay, the next point, forgive yourself. When we work hard towards our goals, it can really hurt when we get so close only to fail right at the end. 
Okay. I really want to walk across this line. I think I can. I stand up. I have good posture. I have good composure. I have good endurance. I make it all the way to the end of the line. I'm five feet from the end, five feet from glory, and I fall. That hurts. We call it the heartbreak zone on a high line. When you make it all the way across only to fall right at the end, that's the heartbreak zone. We got to get rid of the heartbreak. There is no heartbreak. You've got to forgive yourself. You have to just enjoy the process of the challenge and the growth. This will also lead you to setting different kind of goals. With Adam Craig on episode two of this podcast, we talk with Adam and he gets to talk about how in mountain biking, goals are for suckers. What he means is that stupid goals where you set yourself up for disappointment, that's for suckers. Controlling your expectations is the only way. So, as opposed to setting a goal of, I'm going to successfully walk across that line. It's my new longest line. I'm going to get it today. I'm going to walk across it perfectly. Instead of setting that goal, you're going to start setting goals like, I'm going to spend 60 minutes on the line. I'm going to stand up every time I fall down. I'm going to enjoy the challenge that I've set for myself. I'm going to appreciate the space that I get to be in. I'm going to give it my best shot. And I'm going to be happy that I gave it my best shot. What a great goal that is. What a great goal. You set a goal. You set a time that you're going to try. You set expectations in your mind that you are going to be persistent and you are going to be happy and you are going to be content regardless of failure or success because there is no failure or success in that goal. The only failure is getting off the line at, in five minutes saying, oh, I'm afraid or, oh, I can't do it. Get out there. Don't let yourself get off the line before you the time has elapsed. So next point, get back up. Fall down, get up. Then keep getting up no matter what until you're on the other side or until you're dead and bloody trying. Set your mind to the goal and hold yourself to it. Be out there for the full 60 minutes. The next point, it's not about getting across, it's about walking. The entire point of life is to control yourself in every situation, to learn to control yourself in every situation. Our time on the line lets us focus on our mind state in a very uneasy space. If you can control your mind and your attitude on a high line, hundreds of feet off the ground, you can control your mind in a lot of different situations. It's the ultimate training for living, controlling what's between your ears when the going gets tough. Okay, that leads me into my next point, which is we've all heard when the, when the going gets tough, the tough gets going. I'm going to change that a little bit to when the going gets tough, the tough calm down. How you emotionally react to a situation is the single greatest indicator of how well you're going to deal with it. Isn't that beautiful? You get a challenge. If you want to deal with it, you have to control your emotions. Check them at the door. Which leads me to my next point, which is breathe. Our breath has an immense power over our minds and our bodies. Actively controlling our breath gives us something else to focus on. It's a small redirect while the physiological work of deep breathing takes effect on our minds and bodies. Keep your breath slow and steady. It lets your brain and your body do their jobs. You don't have to focus on making your abs and your quads do this weird balancing thing. You, your body does that. You don't have to focus on that. Just focus on keeping calm and your body will do its job. It's the same thing in life. Our minds are problem-solving machines. If we just focus on keeping our attitude right, then just let your mind 
do the problem solving that it was made to do. My next point is one of my favorites. Do it scared. There will be times in life that you will be scared and you can either chicken out and hope that you can try again when you're less scared or you can get out on the line and do it scared. When people are learning to highline, they too often think that their fear, they scoot out on the line, which is scary, and they're impressed that they even got out there, and then they want to try to stand up, but they can't even try. Their minds won't even let them try. And they slide back off the line. They're like, no, no, tomorrow, tomorrow. Or no, 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 later, later. I'm not quite ready. I'm not quite ready. In reality, they're always ready. They have to do it scared. The first 200 high lines I walked across, I did it scared. It's only now with years and years of experience that I can trust the system and, and understand it and on the first try be less scared than most people because the fear never completely goes away. Why would you want to do that if the fear completely went away? That's, that's a, a, it's a beautiful part of highlining the fear. So do it scared. You're never going to be perfectly ready. And if you wait, you're just postponing your learning. You're postponing your growth. So you've got to do it scared. Get out there and force yourself to do it. You have to like publish your artwork or publish your podcast or upload the video that is never going to be ready unless you just say, fuck it. Here it goes. Publish. Boop. Just try to stand up on the high line. Just force it. Your, your body's not ready, but your mind is ready to try. Just force it. Do it scared. Okay, my next point is you're only as high as your leash is long. Okay, the line is hundreds of feet up. It's above sharp rocks and certain death, and that terrifies you. But get real with yourself. You're tied to the line. Our fears tend to grow into monsters if we let them. So check your knot and make sure your fears are realistic. If you get on the line and you still have that fear of the height, you must face it. And you must face it right now. If you wait, you will let it grow and it will metastasize into some nasty fear that's not even real. So get out there, force yourself to jump off the line into your harness. And just do it over and over again until your fear of the height transforms into an appreciation of the inhumane space that you're in. This is a point that in life I like to uh, liken it to uh, a body of work. If you look at Pablo Picasso, he has what is now essentially, you know, a couple hundred paintings and a, and a dozen, couple dozen sculptures that are world-renowned, world-renowned pieces. But if you looked at his life, he was constantly creating, constantly, thousands of paintings, thousands of sculptures. Maybe he never had that fear, or maybe he just got out on the line and he jumped off of it so many times, he produced pieces of artwork so many times that he just didn't have the fear anymore. In life, facing our fears is usually just doing and letting yourself fail. So often we think that we're way up on this line free solo. If we fall, we definitely die. We splat on the rocks below. But that's only because our leash in life is invisible. We have to fall into it frequently enough that we know it's there and that it's okay to use. But also, most times, we don't even need a leash. The stakes in our lives are usually hilariously lower than we perceive them in our minds. Social risk is hardly risk. 
Okay. My next point is don't fight it. The line, it's going to shake. It's going to bounce. It's going to sway. It's going to wobble. Get used to it. Let the wobbles move through you. You can only control yourself. Don't try to control the line too much. If you're trying to keep the line perfectly calm, you're not taking enough steps. Life is full of obstacles, so don't be surprised when the line tries to throw you off, when it shakes erratically, when it bounces up and down, when you get huge surfing oscillations that are just impossible to control. You can't control the line. My next point is really important. you got to know the risk. There is a sect of highlining called free soloing, where we take the leash off and we depend only on ourselves to walk across the line, and if we lose our balance, we must catch the line with our hands or fall to a certain death. It's a type of highlining that interests me a lot. I've participated a number of times, and I have a few friends who are the world record holders in this. And in free soloing, the beauty of free soloing is that we always know the risk. People see us do this, and they say, if you fall off of that, you die. And we say, duh. The clarity of the risk is very freeing. It, it, puts, it puts a very obvious box around our activity. It says, it, it, it puts an obvious box around our decision making. Are you really willing to go to those, to do, to, to bet those stakes on your own skills? But also, are betting with those stakes rewarding enough that it's worth it? And the answer is yes on that. But when we talk about knowing the risk, if you think you're tied in, but you're not really familiar with your equipment, that's pretty dangerous, right? When I rig the high lines, I like to think that rigging the high line is one of the most dangerous parts because I'm standing on the edge of a cliff. I'm working with all these ropes. I have all these different things I'm trying to manage. I tend to not be tied in so that I know that I have nothing to depend on. If I'm pulling the rope across and it tries to tug on me, I let go. I don't put my faith in the equipment. I know that I'm just sitting on the edge of a cliff, right? But if you're going to tie in, you got to make sure you're tied in. you got to know the risk. If you don't know that you're on the edge of a cliff without a rope, you can't act accordingly, okay? In life, you got to understand the risk to make the right call. Next point, confidence through action, a.k.a. keep moving. If you stop and you think too much, you'll never feel ready to begin. You have to start moving to keep yourself from being frozen by the paralysis of fear. And now that you're moving, you have to keep moving. Sometimes we walk really big, long, mean, difficult, I call them dragonish high lines with lots of weight and tension. In highlining, we usually make the webbing so loose that when you make a mistake and you do a huge physical move to keep your balance, the energy that you put into the line with that big movement, when it travels down the line, since the webbing is so loose, it just dissipates the energy and it doesn't come back to you. When the line is tight, it's like a guitar string. The energy that you put in with your feet goes down the line, it bounces off the anchor, and it comes right back to you. And I like to say that if you're on one of these big, mean dragons of a high line, then when you make that big movement and you put that energy into the line, the dragon wakes up and it spits a fireball at your location. The fireball goes down the line, it bounces off the anchor, and it's coming back to the place that you were when you created it. But if you can just take two steps, 
If you can just get 18 inches forward on the line, the fireball hits where you were. It doesn't hit you. Sometimes in life, we have issues coming our way that we can't see. But if we keep moving forward, we'll move out of their path and we won't even have known that they were there. If we look too far into the future, we look for the problems, we're going to find them. But if you just focus on keeping moving, you're going to avoid so many problems. My final point is remove the idea of failure and success. Seriously, let it go. Okay, listen, this is, this, is what my, this is what my mind sounds like if I'm on a high line and I haven't removed the su- success or failure, okay? So I'm on the high line and I'm like, I stand up. I'm like, okay, okay. Yeah, you got your balance. Okay, good, good, good steps. Yep, okay. You got your balance. Oh, we're totally crushing it. Oh, you're killing it. You're totally going to make it across. And then I start losing my balance. I go, oh God, oh God, no, you're blowing it. You're blowing it. No, you're going to fail. Oh, God. Oh, keep it together. Keep it together. Oh, oh, okay. 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 I got my balance. Okay. Thank God. Okay. All right. I'm back. I'm back. I'm locked in. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. And then here it comes. Oh, God. Oh, oh, oh God. You're losing your balance. You're not going to make it. You're going to fall off and have to start over again. Oh, God. Oh, 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 fuck, fuck. Okay. Okay. I've got it. Okay. I've got it. I've got it. I'm almost there. Oh, look how great I am. Oh my God, they're going to think I'm so cool. I'm actually doing it. I'm doing it. I'm almost there. Oh God, no, I'm blowing it. Why did you claim it already? You're jinxing yourself. You're going to fail. Don't fall. They're going to think you suck. Oh God. Okay. That is a mental, emotional roller coaster that you don't have to be on. It's exhausting. It's painful. And it's frivolous. So get off the damn thing. Success or failure... They aren't the only outcomes. As long as you think they're the only outcomes, you're unlikely to get much success or growth out of that experience. So think about it on a graph where right in the middle is your zero. That's your net neutral emotion. Below it is your negative emotion. You're worried about falling off. Above it is you're praising yourself for walking so well. What you're trying to do on a high line is make your mind just a slope of zero line. It just straight across because you're on the line and you're just this Buddhist monk who doesn't care if he falls. He doesn't care if he makes it across. He's just, he is exactly where his feet are on the line. He's not trying to be on the other side. He's not trying to be more balanced than he's it than he is. He's just, he is accepted where he is. He's okay with it. There is no success. There is no failure. We're only out on this line to grow and to learn. That's a beautiful thing. Isn't that, doesn't that make life so much better? Doesn't it make life so much better if we can just forget about succeeding or forget about failing and just participate and just learn and grow and give it our best and forgive ourselves? It's better this way. I'm not perfect at it. I'm still working hard on it. I still want to walk across the big, huge high lines and claim it and have a new personal record and get better and better and better and tell my friends and blah, 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 right? It's a constant battle. But now that you got these, get out there. Apply them to your life. Apply them to your high line. If you think that, that these things are unreachable in your life, then you should learn how to high line. So... If you want to learn how to highline, shoot me an email. I'll connect you with the slackliners in your area, wherever that is, from Brazil to Dubai to Oregon. 
all over the U.S. There's lots of people who would love to show you how they face their fears on the high line. And uh, yeah, this is Ari in the Air. I'm offering free emails into the unforeseeable future. Shoot me a line, Ari in the Air at gmail.com. Have a great day. Go get some. Love you. Bye.